joined today by Teresa. Thank you, Teresa, for joining me. I think this is the fifth time we've had a chat now in the last two, three weeks. I think it is, Anna. Yeah, people will start to talk. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Pleasure is definitely mine, Anna. Definitely. <laughs> so we've had some great feedback for your workshops that you've delivered. If you can touch quickly on what you've delivered for the Hub, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I Thank you for saying I've had great feedback. I've really enjoyed doing them. And I think I, they're not in the order I've done them, but I've done, uh, we did something on Facebook, how to use Facebook for business. And we looked at edge ranking, which is the algorithm for businesses that, well, that Facebook use. And I think that was an eye opener for many people of knowing how their posts get seen or not seen as the case may be and how you can help yourself a lot on Facebook so we've looked at LinkedIn and again that's a different you know another social media platform which is more business to business and some top tips on that MailChimp we did as well so that was um really good I really enjoyed doing that so that was how to create really good emails using MailChimp which is an email marketing online platform and we did blogging so how you can blog because content marketing still is the thing to do really whatever people say it is you know this is what we're doing now it's a content marketing platform so blogging is the, the way how to write something what you can do give you some ideas so yeah they were they were great i love doing them all i enjoyed every single one and i have to say i've i've learned a lot from them and um, most of the comments that we had in the feedback was how natural you are and how straight to the point <laughs> so um if you could tell us a little about bit about you as Teresa and where this idea came for TPC Marketing. All right, definitely. Yeah, I, I like the straight to the point. I, absolutely. Because you know what? I can't be bothered with beating about the bush. And I left, I went to college or university and I studied business and finance and majored in marketing and I left in 95. And that was a long time ago now. So that's 25 years, isn't it? And I, I, I've had jobs before that and I've had jobs since that. And whatever role I did, they were mainly based within the marketing sector, whether it be selling advertising, a journalist. And I never stayed in any job for long. And the reason being is because I always thought I knew better. And that's not necessarily right. But it, I couldn't be bothered with other people when they beat about the bush and they didn't come straight to the point. And if, the, if it, so it didn't work for me working for other people. And in 2005, I was fortunate enough to be made redundant. And with my redundancy money, I set up TBC Marketing. I had a client the very next day because I'd already been looking at doing something and working for myself. And I started off really with writing stuff for people because that was what I did. As I say, I was a journalist. So I started off doing that. And then just from my whole marketing background started, and I was thinking about this question, actually. You know, when I started, I looked at the four Ps. We were looking at the four Ps of marketing, and now there's eight. So um, things, things have moved on quite a bit. But what I find with TBC Marketing, as I say, we've got these eight Ps of marketing, and I will tell you what they are, just so I won't leave you with them. When I started, it was product, price, promotion, and place. And now we add people physical evidence so how it looks the process of how people buy from you and this is so much more important you know but so many people buying online that process is absolutely key and the philosophy 
as well. So the philosophy of how you do business, because people will only work with you if they think that you do business in a way that suits them and they don't do have these decisions. They're not made. What's the word? They're not made um, knowingly most of the time. They're things that just make you feel better when you when you do business with somebody. And that's whether you're buying a packet of sweets or a new car. There was these, these things all come into it. So I forgot where I was because I start got talking about marketing and then and I get carried away really. So what happened then? Oh, that was it. I know where I was now, Anna, and I know where I was. But when I started in CBC marketing, it was very much all marketing, social media didn't exist. It was pure and simple. It didn't exist. So it was all very much these P's of marketing were absolutely key. And you had to do things in a very different way to what we do them now. And then in, I think it was 2011, I started, I realised, I mean, a bit late to the game, really. I started realising how Im important social media was because I ha I wasn't really using it. And it had been about for a couple of years and I realised I was behind in the game. So I started then finding out far more about social media, so say 2010, 2011. And by 2012, I started teaching it because I realised not only was it a game changer as far as marketing was concerned, it, people didn't know how to use it as I didn't at first. So I, I thought, yeah, you. you know, it's it's like, wow, what can I do? And I, my, my passion, my real passion is sharing my knowledge with others so they can grow their business. And so teaching or sharing my knowledge was a natural progression to me. And also we'd had the, um, the downturn, the economic downturn it was more than a downturn recession and people weren't spending on marketing they weren't spending on people like with people like me and they wanted to do it themselves so it was again such a natural progression to do that and I love that part of my job I still work with businesses I you know it's all about the customer journey it's all about the customer service it's all about the customer work with so you see you can't shut me up now you've asked a question she's like blinking I'll breathe so um, <laughs> I've worked with sales traders, large companies, you know, governments, universities, all sorts of people, really, and just help them see how their marketing has a massive impact on the customers that they attract and how their customers feel. And I love it. I love it as much now as I did when I started. And I, I know from experience how particular you are about good customer service. And, you know, it does make such a big difference to any business. It, it does. It does. I'm laughing at that. I know, I know how particular my, my son used to say, mother, you go everywhere and you complain. And it's like, I don't complain. I give feedback to how they can improve because that's where I come from. It's like improve and you'll be better and you'll get more business. You're such a motivating individual. Obviously, we've known each other for years and years and years. And I didn't know that you were a strength scope practitioner. I am a strength scope practitioner. Yeah, do you know what? I, I love doing that. And I haven't done it for a while, actually. And what when I did it myself, I'll, I'll explain what strength scope is. It's a, I'm trying to think what the word is. I can't think, but basically it tells you what your strengths are as a person. So, you know, if you, you can do things there with what your strengths, what career you should do. Um, there's lots of these things about that you should do but strength scope for me was an absolute game changer for one how I how I saw myself and how I 
I'm in business and how my business developed. And my strengths, I was, I didn't know you could ask that question. And I'm trying to think of my strengths off the top of my head. And I have got them. So they are courage. So I'm, I'm brave enough to do things. And that's why I, to me, when I, you know, setting up my own business, it needed bravery. And I, I did it. Telling people what I think, that takes bravery sometimes. Anyway, I'll come on to that. So there's bravery. There's developing others, creativity. Um, and actually, I'll just stick with them. The seven, you have seven key strengths, but I'll stick with them. And the thing that I learned when I did did, did my own strength scope um, report, really, was that, yes, I like developing others. I'm um, courageous. I'm creative. And... I do all these things. And what would happen? I'd see somebody or I'd see somebody in a networking event or speak to someone and they'd ask me my opinion. And I had no qualms in actually, oh, that was it, enthusiasm. That's the other one. So I had no qualms in saying, oh, what do you think of this? And telling them if it was rubbish. And I did it with quite gusto because it was like, I'm passionate about it and I want them to get better because I want to develop others. But really, I look back and think, looking at their faces they didn't take it in the way it was intended and they thought they would think that I was a bit too much and I'm sure if you speak to people they will agree with this you know yeah she might know her stuff but god she's a bit too much she's a bit in your face she's a bit overbearing she's a bit this she's a bit and I realized that my enthusiasm for developing others and the courageousness I have of being, actually having those difficult conversations meant that Actually, I was losing people because they all came together in a perfect storm. Because in, in StrengthScope, you have no weaknesses. You just have um, strengths in overdrive. And these strengths of mine were in overdrive. So I was I was very, you know, gleefully telling people they were rubbish and they needed to do this and they needed to do that. And I just looked at when I looked at it and I thought, oh, Teresa, Teresa, you're not taking into account of how people are feeling. It was all about what I wanted to do. And I know that might sound really obvious, but it, it wasn't until that point. I would have never given myself those strengths. I would have never have said that I was courageous. And I and I would have I probably would have given myself enthusiasm, to be fair. But you know, you know <laughs> the others, it was like, wow, yes, that's really important. And what I did is I I I toned myself down. I didn't change, but I brought those strengths into control. So I was working at peak performance. And I must admit, my business changed. How I do business changed. My clients changed. The, the What I was delivering changed. And therefore, the outcomes changed, as in they were much better because people could, I was resonating with people a lot more. Sorry, I've, I've, I've stopped. You didn't expect me to stop, stop talking, did you? There you go. <laughs> It's interesting because I've never asked this question before. So it's great having uh, listening to the answers. What I'd ask you now is what five tips do you give to businesses for for successful communication? Right. I've, I've, there, I've got I've got five. There's lots, but these are my top five. The first thing I'd say is be clear with your messages. Never assume people know about you or your business. For example, you go to a networking event and someone might stand up and say, as I've said before, well, I wasn't here before. What are you talking about? So never assume that people know about you and your business and always come. So whether this is on social media, whether this is an email, whether you're talking about it, whether you're writing about it. Always give a bit of an introduction to who you are and what you do within every post. And I don't mean that as a massive thing, but just don't do an assumption. So that's a really 
big thing for me. Don't assume that people know or understand your business. The other one, and this is a bit of a pet hate of mine, is don't don't um, cross post on social media. So if you've got a post for LinkedIn, put it on LinkedIn and use the hashtags that you can use on LinkedIn because they're really good and tag people in on LinkedIn. But don't use that exact same post in those exact same words on Facebook because they're a different audience. So you might have to rewrite it slightly. You can put the same message out, but you will have to rewrite it. Um, please, please do not go on Instagram. And when Instagram says to you, can you want to post this on Facebook? Just scream at it. No, I do not. Don't say yes, I do. Because so don't cross post. Think of each individual platform as as, as they are as an individual thing. Um, the other thing, don't rely on one form of communication. I've talked about different uh, social media platforms there, but you've got email marketing, you've got you know blogging, you've got lots of things that you should be doing to get across to your to your clients. You know, if you're only on Facebook, well, why don't you go over there and try Instagram or even try TikTok? You know, it's really good. I'm only watching it at the moment, but that's my next thing. Um, you know, or try email marketing. I'm looking forward to that one. To TikTok. You know what? I watched it. There's some great marketing tips on there. I picked up some great things. Anyway, but I know it's like, oh, my daughter said to me, Mum, go on TikTok. You'll be brilliant. And I'm thinking, oh, God, I don't know about that. Anyway, I think I'll give it, I will give it a go. By the end of this week, I'll give it a go. Right. That's the promise. Right. Know your audience. Watch this space. I will. I watch the space. Watch this space. Yeah. And I'm not going to say, oh, anyway, yeah, I've done it now. I've said I will. Live. Hey, you've heard it here first. So know who your audience is. Sorry, I know we've only got a bit of time and I'm talking with Britain. Know who your audience is, who your customers are, because it won't be everybody. That's a bit of a pet hate of mine when I say, well, who, who do you sell to? Everybody. No, you don't. No, you don't. Really look down and see who your audience is. And then, and then, and this is two in one, create the messages that will resonate with that audience. And those are my top tips. That is fantastic. Thank you ever so much. It's always a pleasure. And please, will you join us again soon? Absolutely. I would love to, Anna. And if this was a 10-minute podcast, I do apologise. I went on. No, the more, the better for us. Thank you very <laughs> so much. Teresa. And Rosa. see you again very soon. Thank you very much for inviting me, Anna. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.